The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Good morning and welcome to the Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Today we'll be hearing a message from Pastor John Hagee. Your life can change forever in the fraction of a day. Look at America's history. What a difference a day makes. Remember the day of Pearl Harbor that changed our lives forever, December the 7th, 1941. How many of you were alive then? Precious few. America was shaken to the core by the attack of the Japanese Imperial Air Force at Pearl Harbor. Suddenly at 2.26 Eastern Standard Time, mutual broadcasting system, that was the radio, there was no television. Mutual broadcasting system that made it possible for every American at the same time to hear the message, suspended their play-by-play of the Giants-Dodger baseball game with this announcement, ladies and gentlemen, We interrupt this broadcast to bring to you an important bulletin from the United Press. The White House announces a Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Stay tuned for further developments to be broadcast as they are received. End of broadcast. That was it. If that happened now, there would be hours and hours and hours of broadcasting. But with that simple announcement, World War II began. President Roosevelt the next day called it the day of infamy. It was a day when 3,000 Americans died, when 70 million people would be killed fighting Hitler's brand of socialism. For all of you who are thinking socialism is so wonderful, 
America was in a war fighting for our survival. America's young men flooded to the recruiting centers in such volumes they had to swear them in standing on the sidewalk because they were ready to defend with their lives, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let me tell you something. Your freedom is not free. Freedom is not free. It was paid for by the blood of Americans fighting for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In those days, everyone saluted flag. The only ones who were taking a knee were the people in the church houses praying that America would survive. Let me tell you something, if you don't like our flag and if you don't love our country, leave this country. We won't miss you and we don't need you. World history turned in an instant. Sweet, sweethearts and wives were saying goodbye to their husbands, most of them forever because it wasn't like the wars we have now. The wars we have now, you go a year and get rotated home. In World War II, it was for the duration plus six months. Those men left for four years and some of them didn't get back to the last day of the last month. Many of them did not come home. And the ones who came home after four years of battle had emotional problems that destroyed their lives. We didn't call it by scientific names then, we called it shock. But they paid the price till the day they died. Where were you the day that John Fitzgerald Kennedy was assassinated? The world's most powerful man, the leader of the free world, an American hero who was a beloved president of the United States was taken up. One shot from a $29 mail-order rifle in the hands of a lunatic snuffed the life of the Prince of Camelot out. We watched his gracious wife, Jackie, kiss the casket in the Capitol Rotunda. We watched John John salute his father's casket when he was just a toddler as it passed the Capitol. How many of you remember? We watched the black prancing stallion with the reversed boots symbolizing the fallen leader. We knew America would never be the same again. What a difference a day makes. Where were you the tragic day of 9-11? It was unbelievable. It was horrible. We watched the tragedy on live television as 3,000 Americans were murdered by religious radicals. The fuel from the jets created a massive inferno in those towers. We saw Americans leap high off of those buildings to their deaths to prevent being burned alive. First responders dashed into the flames and into the ruins of those towers trying to save citizens. The myth that America could not be attacked by a foreign power was forever destroyed. We thought the oceans would protect us, but we found out that those who attacked us were living among us. It is a lesson we had better remember. 
because the new world order would love to see America destroyed and those radicals are in the streets of America now burning this country down when they can. It's time for our country to salute the police and honor the police and let them enforce the law. COVID-19 changed America in a day. The Chinese communists released a deadly virus that swept the world. America's economy was shut down. Churches were closed. Schools were shut down by teachers' unions. Overnight, we became a nation of masks, gloves, and social distancing. Ordinary politicians became dictators. They loved the lights of the cameras. And all they had to do was make an urgent announcement that was no announcement. It was just pontification about things they had no constitutional right to say because they want to ascend to a higher office. And with all of this television exposure, surely that will happen. Let me tell you, we will remember you and we most assuredly will not vote for you. Pearl Harbor, the assassination of John Kennedy, 9-11, and COVID-19 are graphic and historical reminders of how dramatically our lives can forever be changed in a fraction of a day. What a difference a day makes. But there is coming a day like no other day on planet Earth. It's a day that staggers the mind to comprehend. That, would, that day will be the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ from planet earth. Instantly, millions of people are going to vanish from this earth and sail into the arms of God. Pastor, if Jesus is coming, why now? 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4 says, quote, Know this, that there shall come in the last days. That's right now. There shall come in the last days scoffers who are saying, where is the sign of his coming? The fact that you don't believe he's coming is a sign that he's on the way. If you listen closely, you can hear the footsteps of Messiah walking through the clouds of heaven on the pages of God's prophecy. Will there be a rapture? The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17, quote, for the Lord himself, say that with me, for the Lord himself shall ascend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. Why the shout? Because he's victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Why the trump of God? Because he is royalty. He is king of kings. He is the prince of peace. The dead in Christ are going to rise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to be with him in the clouds of glory and to meet the Lord in the air. That's a pretty clear picture of the rapture of the church. All over the earth, graves are going to surrender the righteous as they soar into the air to meet the Lord at the meeting in the air. Highways will have cars with the motors running. The drivers and the occupants are strangely missing. Homes of believers will have dishes on the table. The food is on the stove, but the occupants have soared to the marriage supper of the Lamb. They have abandoned tacos in Texas. 
for the marriage supper of the Lamb. Headlines will be screaming. Millions are missing. Christians have disappeared. There will be a global economic crash. Why? Because Christians are the only ones working. They're the only one paying taxes. And when we're gone, you can pay the bills, socialists. You made them. Enjoy. <laughs> Around the world, people will discover empty graves, empty homes, empty cars. If you're not saved, don't dare fly with a Christian pilot. He's going up and you're going down. <laughs> Fake news will do their absolute best to do their usual telecast where bespeckled commentators gather around a table to pontificate about what they know. Absolutely nothing. Churches will be packed with weeping, sobbing, hysterical people. The Lord has come, and they are left behind to go through the hell of the tribulation. Some of you in this audience, and many of you, will be the first to welcome the Antichrist because you think what I'm saying is pure poppycock. You're living godless lives, and Jesus Christ is the last person you want to see. That's too bad. Because on that day, he's coming whether you're ready or not. He's not in heaven saying, let's make a deal. He's in heaven saying, this is the deal. I am the Lord and there is none like me. I am coming soon and my reward is with me for the just and the unjust. What is this earth-shaking event? It is the literal rapture of the church of Jesus Christ. And here's the great news. Not one prophetic sign has to be fulfilled before it can happen. The rapture is imminent. It means it could happen at any instant. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. Just beyond the clouds, the saints of God are gathering home. They're coming from the east and the west, the north and the south. And the revelator says, and the number of them is 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That's the Bible's way of saying millions of people innumerable. God himself is going to wipe away every tear because heaven is a place that has never seen a tear. Heaven is the place where the word goodbye has never been spoken. There will never be parting again. There will be no suffering again. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more death. There will be no more disease. There will be no more hospitals. There will be no more COVID-19, thank God. There will be no government corruption. For former things have passed away. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Give him praise in the house. We will sit at the wedding feast prepared for the bride. That's the church. Who's the groom? The groom is Jesus. The bride without spot or wrinkle. The bride that's been purchased with the blood of the lamb. The bride that is victorious over the powers and principalities of darkness. The bride that on this earth was salt and light. The bride that was called the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be the children of God. This is the kingdom of God and of that kingdom there will be no end. 
We are going to rule and reign this earth by this book forever and forever and forever. Give him praise in the house of God. When the Antichrist walks out on the stage in Revelation 6, he's on a white horse. Why? Because Jesus is coming back to earth on a white horse. He's imitating him. When Jesus rose from the dead, the Antichrist is going to be shot in the head in the middle of the, of the tribulation. And the Bible says he will recover miraculously, emulating the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. People will worship him as God. On the cross, Jesus defy, defeated death, hell, and the grave. Ladies and gentlemen, Satan is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe because of the cross. The rapture is Christ's celebration over death, hell, and the grave. The ultimate humiliation of Satan is the teaching of the rapture and the resurrection, and that's why you hear so few sermons about the resurrection. How will we know when the real Jesus gets here? Not by some charismatic personality standing on the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem with a white bedsheet saying he's the king of the new Israel. Not by some warlock trying to call fire from heaven. We will know it's the real Jesus when our bodies sail through the air, past the Milky Way, past the North Star, a million miles a minute, when we stand in his glorious presence with our brand new disease-proof body that has no aches, no pains, and no physical imperfections. When I stand in the, inside the Eastern Gate and see the one who died at the cross of Calvary with the prince in his hand, when I hear the Father say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, I'll know I'm home. When I receive the crown of life, when I hear get the robe of righteousness, when I see all of the church members of Cornerstone who have gone and their celebration on the throne of God, when I see mansions created by the architect of the ages, when I see streets of gold and the bride of Christ, I'll know this is heaven, even so come Lord Jesus. Do it now. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Critics of the rapture say the word rapture doesn't appear in the biblical text. Therefore, it's not true. It's true the word rapture does not appear. The Bible is a book of concepts and word pictures that are so simple. The Bible says that a fool cannot err therein. The word pictures in the Bible were written because there were generations who did not read, and they got the picture because they couldn't read the book. The word picture of the rapture is located in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16, and 17. For those of you who doubt it, Critics say, well, the rapture teaching is nothing but escapism. You Christians who are teaching this are just trying to escape from the real world. Rapture is no more escapism from the world than salvation is escapism from hell. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not. The rapture is no more escapism than divine healing is escapism from disease. Environmentalists want to escape pollution. Peace movements want to escape the war. 
Americans would like to escape from Congress and fake news and the IRS. Yes. So the Bible teaches us, get ready for the great escape. Luke 21, 36, watch therefore and pray always that you be counted worthy to escape those things coming on the earth. That verse again is Luke 21, 36. Hebrews 2, 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? What are we going to escape? We're going to escape the great tribulation. Let me rip through three chapters of the book of Revelation in five minutes. One, one third of all the earth's vegetation is going to be burned, is going to be burned by the sun. Two, the sun and the moon will be darkened for days on end, and the earth will be a darkened, depressed place, for Satan is the prince of darkness. Three, the gates of hell are open, and hordes of locusts the size of a horse come upon the earth, and they sting men like a scorpion. Men will beg God to let them die, but God will not allow them to die. Four, worldwide famine, not just in Africa, but there will be Mobs will storm the streets of Africa, breaking into homes to get food. Five, world war will be so bloody that the blood of those killed in battle will flow for 200 miles in the Battle of Armageddon. Six, every person on earth will be covered with great festering boils. Think about that. Talk about social distancing. It'll happen. The seven seas of the earth are going to turn to blood. Oh, that could never happen. May I refer you to Egypt when God turned the Nile River to blood, when in Egypt every bathtub became filled with blood, every glass that had water in it was turned to blood. When God says he's going to turn the water to blood, he means that. That means all of the fish will die because of lack of oxygen. There will be more famine and mind-breaking thirst. The sun will scorch the earth and men with fire. Major uncontrollable fires are going to break out all over the world. It will destroy everything in sight. Mighty men, kings, and men of war are going to gnaw their tongues in pain. They will crawl into caves and beg God to let the mountain fall on them. And God said, no deal. You're going to live through this. Earthquakes are so shattering that the islands of the sea will sink. The sixth trumpet, four angels are released by God Almighty to just listen to destroy one-third of mankind in one day. That's Revelation 9, 14. Oh, but God wouldn't be so cruel. May I refer you to the story of Achan and his family. In America, 100 million people are going to be dead in a day. Why? God's vengeance on the world for rejecting his word and rejecting his son. And I believe this, that if God numbers the hairs we have on our head and he knows the thoughts we think, he is keeping a tally of every baby who's murdered in every abortion mill in America. Right now, it's about 62 million. And I believe the day is going to come when God will take life for life in the United States of America. 
for the murder of all of these babies. I ask you, those of you who are of a sound mind, would you like to escape that? I do. I am. Those of you who have called upon the name of the Lord and accepted him as your Savior are going to leave in an instant, in the twinkling of an eye. A twinkling of an eye is faster than the batting of an eye. The batting of an eye means the neurological sensation has gone to the brain and returned. A twinkling of an eye means it just got to the eye. It's faster than you can imagine. In a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, we were literally going to rise into the heavens with millions of believers to meet the real Jesus. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the Lord of glory. He is the light of the world. He is the Lamb of God. He is the lover of my soul. He is the day star. He is the bright and the morning star. He is the fairest of 10,000. He is the rose of Sharon. He is the lily of the valley. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. He is the great I am. He is the great physician. He is the alpha and the omega, the first and the last. He is the bread of life. He is the captain of my salvation. He is the cornerstone. He is the mighty counselor. He is the prince of peace. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the friend that just took us closer than a brother. He is heaven's hope and hell's dread. He is crowned with many crowns because he is king of kings and lord of all lords. Give a shout to the king of glory. Glory. Remain standing. How many of you in this room say, Preacher, I never thought I'd ever hear a sermon like this, but I know that I'm not ready. I know that if Jesus came today, there's a doubt in my mind that I'm ready. And I want to get ready before I leave this building, and I'll pray a prayer of salvation right where I am. If that describes you, will you slip your hand up right where you are? God bless you, and God bless you. Pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father in, the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart today as Lord and Savior. Cleanse me by your precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We pray that you've been blessed by Pastor's message. You see the current news headlines, prophetic events, things that are happening all around us. The world stage is preparing for the appearance of King Jesus. Are you ready? Is your family? Stay tuned for my Father's blessing over you and your loved ones at the end of this program. Hagee Ministries is boldly proclaiming the truth of God's Word without compromise or apology thanks to our legacy partners. As a legacy partner, your monthly gift supports humanitarian projects in Israel, relief efforts, and community service initiatives. You will also become an extension of Sanctuary of Hope, a haven for mothers that choose life for their children. Become a legacy partner today. Call the number on the screen or go to jhm.org partner.
Get ready, ladies. It's time to have a girls' night out, hosted by Kendall Hagee. Come experience an exciting night full of sisterhood, powerful worship, and inspiring message from special guest Havila Cunnington, speaker, author, and founder of Truth to Table. Purchase your exclusive VIP ticket and upgrade your girls' night out experience today. Girls' Night Out, March 19 at 7 p.m. at Cornerstone Church. Purchase your ticket today at EmbraceWomen.com. And now, your blessing with Pastor John Hagee. Join me and receive your blessing. And now may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. And may the Lord make His face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you His peace. May you recognize that in the twinkling of an eye, all of the cares and troubles of this world will be a thing of the eternal past, and you could be in the presence of God. We are pilgrims and strangers here. This earth is not our home. Our citizenship is in heaven. And soon and very soon, we're going to see the King in all of His glory. Prepare to meet Him because He's coming with His reward, and it will be forever and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive this blessing. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the Network Live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the Network Live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.